I'm Charles Anderson. I'm a fellow of the American Society of Landscape Architects, and I'm very impacted by the drought because I live in Venice, California, kind of the heart uh, you know, of L.A. in a lot of ways, at least for the strange people. Um, so, so loving living here and working in this medium, um, I find uh, uh, the stresses on the, the entire plant community through the region distressing and also finding a way to, um, to prepare the landscape for the future, which is probably more of the same, most likely with global warming and, and sea rise. But, but ultimately, I want to see the relationship between architecture and other infrastructure and landscape architecture strengthened so that we're, we're building good infrastructure that relates well to the landscape and is, is sustainable. And one of, the, one of the weird things about being here is there's no shortage of water. There's a huge ocean out there. And it's really ironic that um, this is that that there isn't water available to us. So we could solve it in a minute if we could get cold fusion fired up, desalinate the ocean a little bit, and put the salt in the Salton Sea and keep and keep this whole thing going. Ridiculous idea, but that's that's one that's the most radical way to solve it. Um, but 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 on a more realistic standpoint, as a landscape architect here, I, I work in other parts of the world as well that are very um, dry, including Greece which is a great place right now. It's a scary place politically. But, but they've worked with water and water shortages as well. And um, what they, the way they have dealt with it is growing plants that don't need a lot of water. And that's the difference here. California has grown a landscape in the city of plants that require water to survive. And that's what we have to reverse in some way if this is going to continue with the drought. There, there's even another angle that gets into architecture a bit too. Condensate from... Uh, air, air conditioning systems can be done, taken care of very locally. It doesn't have to be, you know, in a big giant network. And you can collect a ton of distilled water basically from those systems. And we're doing that on our projects here in LA now. Um, so the other one is, you know, just putting a, a bucket in your shower and using that water to irrigate your plants outside or the few that that really need water. So there's there's a real um, a, a, an education necessary on the, the very micro way of handling this, not just the grand scale of, of, of water distribution, but how to handle it more reasonably and low tech, like you said, with uh, fog. I, one story about fog, I have to say, I live in Redondo Beach, really close to the water, and we do get fog, uh, you know, probably uh, three or four months out of the year. That's really, re you know, quite a bit. And my neighbor is constantly in the morning wiping all that fog which is moisture off their car because it, you know, it leaves a little bit of stain. It's a ritual. And it, actually, the plants have learned to adapt to that water. And the ones up in San Francisco require it, mm -hmm. um, the giant redwoods. They've been harvesting rainwater for um, eons. So um, it's, it's something we can do more locally, I think.